How's it going, everybody? Welcome to the Positive Mindset Podcast, where we work together to raise our vibration, lift our perspective, and build a positive mindset. My name is Henry, and in this episode, we're going to talk about how to let go of expectations of who you should be so that you can fulfill the life that you dream of. I have a special guest on this episode, and this is one of the most enjoyable conversations I've had in a long time, and I can't wait to share this positive message with you. But before we get started, we're going to take a few moments to slow down, zero in. We're going to take some deep healing meditative breaths to help us align on the frequency that we want in our lives. So you can pick a word. It can be love, joy, abundance, happiness, whatever frequency you want. And as we take a deep breath in, you're going to say that word over and over and over again, really charge yourself up with that energy. And then as you're holding your breath, visualize yourself doing something in that frequency. And then once you exhale, anything that no longer resonates with you will leave you and you'll be in a more positive state. So let's go ahead and take a deep breath in. And out. All right. Well, we're going to do another deep breath. This one is about alignment, about getting yourself in receiving mode so that you can receive the message that you need to hear to elevate your perspective and get you in that positive mindset. So just imagine that you were surrounded by the most healing, uplifting energy that's meant specifically for you. It could have a certain color, a certain taste, a certain smell, however you imagine it. And when you breathe it in, it's going to charge you up. It's going to break down the negative blocks and barriers and everything that's just been holding you back. And then once you exhale, it's going to take all of that with it, leaving you in a more positive state. Let's go ahead and take another deep breath in. And out. All right. Well, we have got an amazing guest today. I'm really excited about this because this is someone that, um, even though this is our first time meeting, I discovered him on TikTok and he's got a, a pretty big TikTok following over there. But the way he delivers his message is very raw, very open, and it's just one of those vibrations you connect with. And so, Andrew, welcome to the show. Henry, thank you so much for having me. Appreciate the kind intro. <laughs> Absolutely. So for the people that are hearing you from the first time, um, who are you? You know, what's your message? Like, what are you doing? Yeah, that is that is becoming a more and more difficult question to answer these days. And yeah, if you can tell by my TikTok handle, not Andrew Renee, and there's a lot of depth to uh, to that. But I will give you the little spiel on on Andrew. And yeah, I uh, grew up in the Midwest, in the States, uh, in, in outside Minneapolis. Uh, I had a pretty standard suburban childhood, played a bunch of sports, getting into high school. Um, that's sort of the, the root of a lot of my messages comes from my experiences there dealing with social anxiety, fear of judgment, worrying about what people think of me, rarely being there for the present moment, always caught up in my mind, worrying about the future, um, just constantly concerned about what other people think of me. And so through college, that sort of naturally got better. Towards the end of college, I got into meditation, like end of senior year of college meditation, um, kind of letting go of, of caring so much about what people think and, and realizing like it really doesn't make much sense at the end of the day. Like we all have our own lives that everyone's so concerned about, and, you know, at the end of the day, they're really not 
thinking about you. Um, and so that started to help and got into meditation, uh, that improved just like overall quality of life. And, uh, yeah. And then the last few years, uh, I was working in Manhattan, uh, after college and, then 2020 got into social media stuff. I basically knew for a good year and a half that I wanted to get into it, probably around 20, sort of 2019, kind of knew, and I didn't till mid 2020 because I was afraid of what people were going to think of me. It was like another sort of level of that. And that fear of judgment was coming up again. And I put it off, put it off, put it off until, and there's this little story there too, but uh, basically, yeah. Then there was a day that I realized I would regret this if I didn't do this and I didn't have a choice anymore. And that's when I started creating content. Been a journey the last two years, a lot of ups and downs, but it's probably the best decision I ever made. So the fear of judgment, that's interesting that that was uh, the struggle that you had going into it because that was pretty much the first message I heard from you. It was a video and you've done, I think, a few similar to it, but you're basically out in a crowd with a ton of people and you're doing something kind of silly, like saying, like, you know, I could go up in front of all these people and say whatever, and no one's going to care because no one's paying attention anyway. So you should just do what it is that is important to you. And that's interesting that that's what you were afraid of to do. And then you did it. And then your you know message exploded uh, once you went there. Yeah. Yeah. So that was one of the first things that helped me get over the fear of judgment, like back towards the end of high school through college towards the end of college was just recognizing that people really don't think about me very much. Everyone's so caught up thinking that everyone's so concerned with, with how they're acting, but everyone else is also so concerned with how they're acting. So there's very few people left to be judging anyone else because everyone's so concerned about what everyone thinks of them. And, and so I was able to just recognize that more clearly. And I thought about, you know, my own life, like how often do I really think about other people or judge other people? And when you're able to sort of look within and, and relate to your own experience. It's like, you know, I don't really like I, I do in a unselfish way, sort of, but it's not like in a judgmental way. I don't spend hours. It's like 99.9% .9 of my day is spent focused on myself and, and the stuff I have going on in my life. And so that's the same with everyone else. And the more you can realize that it, it doesn't necessarily always happen overnight, but the more you can do things that you think you'll be judged for, and recognize that you're not recognize that, oh, shit, people don't actually care or like you get some looks and then they keep going with their day and are, you know, worried about what they're having for dinner later or something like they just don't care, really. And it's very freeing to fully be able to recognize that. Well, that's what I think, you know, your initial message spread so well is because when I saw that, I just imagined what other people were thinking. It's like, oh, I wish I could do that. You know, I wish I could just do whatever that is for them, you know, which is like an expression of themselves. And so many of us are muting who we are because we're afraid of what other people think we are. In fact, I did an episode a while back where that was kind of the message is that most of us aren't even who we are. We're pretending to be something that we think other people think we should be. So like we're living like this, like third version of ourselves so far away because we're not just committed to being what we are meant to be and not worried about judgment and things like that. Yeah. Yeah. And it really doesn't make much sense to act like that. If you think about it from like, I'm a, I'm a pretty logical person. Like when things start to make sense logically, I, I usually take them further and further and to act like someone you think you want 
or to act in a way that you think other people want you to act or, or act in a way for them to get them to like you doesn't make any sense because it's not what you are naturally. And as long as people like you for the idea that you're trying to convey or, or be perceived as, eventually there's going to come an end to that. You're going to stop acting in the way, trying to get them to like you and just be yourself because you're going to be suffering so much, going through so much anxiety and worry and fear about like how you might be acting. And you have to remember how to act at all times because it's not what comes naturally to you. And you run the risk down the road if you start acting like, you know, how, how you act when you're being yourself, which is just what you are when you're not trying to be anything at all, then maybe those people won't like you for you. And then you're back to square one trying to get people to like you. But if you, from the very, from the very get act, how you want to act, then there's going to be people who don't like you going to be people who like you, but it's a significantly easier way to live your life because you don't have to remember how to act. You just are what you are. You can do no wrong when you're just being yourself there's no wrong way you could possibly be because you are it you yeah know? well that goes into the you know connection and so when i start talking about or looking into you know how we're all connected and you get out of the ego right because any growth or perspective or whatever that you go through benefits the whole and in fact the more unique I say unique in quotations because they were all unique. So is it really unique? But um, that whole thing that you go through when it's something that no one else has experienced is even better because then the collective is gaining knowledge and experience from all ends of the spectrum. And so it's almost like it's your duty to let go and be yourself. Like that's like the point of life, right? Is to connect and be yourself and let all this go and then heal whatever you're hurting on the inside. Exactly. You, you are your purpose. You are the point. And I'm glad you asked that because, or brought that up because I love getting deep into this stuff and, and the recognition of, you know, identity and the idea that we, we cling to, to try and define ourselves because as a collective society, like uncertainty is our biggest fear, but you know, we are uncertainty. We are change. We are process in every single moment. There is no stagnant idea of you. And as long as you cling to a stagnant idea of you with, you know, that your past defines you and you have these strengths and these weaknesses, you will always be limited to that idea. And you will always have friction relative to the flow of reality. So as you let go more and more of the idea of what you think you are, as you let go of these beliefs that you're you know, good at this or bad at this because you experienced this in the past, as you're able to let go, you'll become more and more free. You'll become more and more aligned with reality and you will experience significantly less suffering because all of our suffering can, can be taken back and, and rooted in that idea of ourself relative to how we perceive a potential future version of ourselves, for example, that's how anxiety arises. We think there's a chance that an event happens, and then our idea of your our idea of ourself is diminished relative to our current idea of ourself. And then depression arises when we have this past idea of ourself that is more positive than our current idea of ourself, or we have this idea of someone else that's more positive than our idea of ourself or, or above our idea of ourself. And it's, so it's this like crazy spectrum and it all has to do with the idea of yourself. So that's the root. So it's not necessarily about having a more positive idea of yourself because that still allows for other people to have a more positive idea of yourself. It's a, what the root of it is letting go of the idea of yourself. It's letting go. It's questioning 
everything you believe to be the truth about what you are, because as you let that go, you align with reality. You're no longer limited to an idea, to a concept. And that is basically the, the core of the podcast. Uh, my co-host and I started was the recognition that the beliefs about ourselves, the concepts we cling to, the names, the stories that we tell ourselves is the exact thing that limits us from recognizing our, our true potential at the end of the day. Oh, yeah. And that goes really deep, I think, into what a lot of people are um, struggling with now. And just from messages I get from people is, and maybe you've seen this too, where, you know, we live in a life with a lot of options now, especially if you're in like America or an area where there's a, a career opportunities, college, opportunities. it just seems like everywhere you turn, there's something that you have to decide. And so many people are unhappy in their current situations. And I get in these conversations with them. And usually what I try to tell them or, or try to land on is that changing your job or changing your relationship or changing this or changing that, it's not going to, you're bringing yourself there wherever you go. And so if you don't work on what's inside and make that your purpose, then you're going to end up unhappy on this. That doesn't mean like if you're in a toxic situation that is abusive or something like that, that getting out of that isn't good, but that's just a small change. If you're what most people are dealing with, just, you know, unexcitement for life or something like that, need to make that change that if you take you with you, you're still taking you with you, that baggage and all that stuff that's with you. And people need the grocery clerk that is at peace with themselves and is healed and is just solely them. Like, and then people need the banker. That's that. So you need to bring that to wherever place you're going. It's not about like this certain job or things like that. You, you got to align with the inner peace. Cause there's somebody that has the dream job and they're miserable. And there's somebody that has the nightmare life and they're happy. So those external things just don't, don't matter. And what do you think about that when people kind of try to change those things as if it would fix an internal issue? Yeah. Yeah. I, I like to think of this in the, in the sense that peace is nothing more than not wanting to be anywhere other than where you are right now. So whatever you're doing, whether it's even mentally, whether it's physically or mentally, like in the location that you're in and the job that you're in and the situation that you're in, doesn't mean, like you said, if you're in a, in a difficult relationship that you don't work towards change, but you can't change that until you accept that you're there. If you resist the fact that you're in the relationship and the, resist the fact that it is pretty messed up, then you're never going to change it. So we, uh, when it comes to peace, it, it all it comes down to is not wanting to be anywhere else, whether it's even, even mentally. So for example, when someone's, you know, having, we, we like to think of, and, and a lot of, I get a lot of comments about people struggling with intrusive thoughts and, and all these bad thoughts, and they just want to get rid of them, want to get rid of them, want to get rid of them. And that desire to get rid of them is the exact thing that's keeping them around. Your label of them as being quote unquote bad thoughts is what's causing them to stick around. The reality is that they're just thoughts. Your perception of them has nothing to do with the reality of what they are. You're perceiving them as bad thoughts. Say for example, and I've, just sort of thought of, of this, someone has this intrusive thought of like, you know, getting fired and having to get a worse job. And in this job, they're only their current job, they're making 100k. And in this job, they're make only going to make 70k. That's like a, a intrusive thought. Someone else is having a thought that like, you know, they have this 50k job, and they're trying to get this job that has 70k. So like in their head, the 70k is, is a good thing. And it's so it all the point of that was just the 70k is the 70k, our perception dictates our entire personal reality. It doesn't mean that 
that is what reality is. Reality is just a blank, neutral canvas. And anything we perceive as good or bad is going to influence our reality. So when when things arise, like a situation that we label as bad, we resist it. That resistance creates suffering within ourselves. You don't have to label it. You don't have to label the situation. You don't have to label the thought that arises inside of your head. And the less you're able to, or the less you need to label any for, for thoughts specifically, the, the more quickly they'll just pass through you and another thought will arise. But your resistance to it keeps it around. I like, really like the quote, what you resist persists. Um, I think it's pretty applicable to almost anything. But yeah, peace, peace is just being where you're at. It doesn't matter. The external doesn't have as much of an impact. If anything, sometimes difficult situations can be a very helpful opportunity for us to experience an even deeper state of peace. Because if you can accept a reality that is very uncomfortable, like you can get even deeper into and, and build more faith in yourself almost through that acceptance and, and letting go of the resistance to the flow of things. And you'll build a sensitivity that will allow you to take the next steps to work out of it. But as long as you're resisting it, you're, you're going to stay stuck. Yeah, no, I mean, that's perspective is king, you know, whatever your perspective is really dictates you know, how you feel about things. And that comes from your internal vibration. You know, if, if there's really no up or down, but the fullness of your perspective, and in my opinion, I say, you know, the closer you are to love, because I view that as the highest um, perspective, and then it's all just less variations of that. So I don't, I don't think there's evil. I don't think there's any of that. I think there's just further away from whatever that is. And that's more of an image I use in my mind, but yeah, your perspective on what things are dictate. And uh, they, there's a saying like that you, you mentioned, it made me think about, you know, the world isn't as it is, it's as you are. And that's, that's it. You know, the world is not as it is, it's as you are. So how you see things is how you are. And so if you see all the bad in the world, there's probably negativity within you. And if you see all the positive in the world, then there's probably you know, positive, but neither person is right or wrong with that. We're near the end here. And I think, you know, we've talked about some good subjects here. And if you were to give like one piece of advice, whether it's like a one-liner that just gets somebody thinking, or just maybe a coaching moment you've had in, in the past, but if somebody is resonating with this and they're like, gosh, you know, you're right. Like I am perceiving all this as negative. I want to shift that. What piece of advice would you give them to make that shift? So I think a lot of people get hung up on this idea of, of happiness and wanting to be happy and thinking that all of these things are going to make them happy. And this is from my podcast co-host Ray, um, a video he did a, a while ago, maybe 20 years ago. And it's that, so when we have a situation where we get a thing and then we're happy, we think that we're happy because we got the thing. But the reality is that we're happy because we stopped wanting, because we temporarily stopped wanting for anything and allowed ourselves to feel whole and complete within ourselves. But the reality is that that's always available to us. So I think of happiness, you know, the key to happiness as simply not wanting, not wanting anything other than your reality. And, you know, when it comes to purpose, and I'll try and keep this quick here, I know it's like, you know, supposed to be a little spiel, but um, when it comes to purpose, like, I truly believe, or it's not even a belief, it's just recognition that my entire life's purpose is what I'm doing. 
in the moment. My entire life's purpose is what I am doing right now in every single moment. So right now, my purpose is to be on this podcast, having a conversation with you, Henry. And and when I, you know, we close this up, my purpose will be to probably walk to my bathroom or something, you know, like and uh, and get ready for bed. But as long as you think that your purpose is something outside of what you are experiencing in the moment, you'll miss your whole life because that's your life. Your life is the moment. Your life is not a concept. It's not this grand thing that you have to like create this massive purpose for. As you recognize that your entire purpose is is the moment you're experiencing, you will build more sensitivity and actually align closer with the flow of reality to you know, quote unquote, achieve or accomplish more than you could have ever imagined. Because at the end of the day, you don't know what's best for you. What's best for you lies beyond your wants and desires and and personal thoughts about what you think you should have or hope you have or fear might happen. You know, it's always happening. Everything's always happening perfectly. Your opinion about it is not a requirement for that. That's the power of now. That's what I guess I'm thinking, you know, the value in that. Um, well, thank you so much for joining us today. I mean, there's just been some really insightful stuff. If people want more, if they want to dive into more of your content, you know, I'll put some links in the uh, description below, but where can people find you? Yes. Uh, so my podcast is called Dualistic Unity. You can find that on all podcast platforms, Spotify, Apple, we're on YouTube. Um, we have kind of a community within that. Uh, it's a lot of the stuff I talked about today is is the cores of that uh, message that we push there. Uh, we have a Patreon where we do basically at this point a weekly group chat just because we've been enjoying them so much just to talk about anything and everything. There's never an agenda. Um, so for Patreon supporters that they get that. And um, yeah, we have a Discord. And then so that's like my main sort of project. Then I obviously have my own stuff. Uh, TikTok is not Andrew Murnane. Uh, and Instagram is a dot Murnane, but, um, yeah, nice. my favorite, my favorite thing is the podcast for sure. <laughs> yeah. No, I love the podcast. It's a great way to communicate. So all the links will be below. Definitely check them out. This has been a great conversation and we had uh, some really good conversation right before this. So there's a lot of good content that he's putting out and, uh, I enjoy it. So, you know, I know that you will too. Well, Andrew, thank you so much for joining us and we can't wait to talk to you next time.